0: Americans are delaying or foregoing emergent medical care because of the coronavirus pandemic. COVID-19 testing needs to be one part of a larger strategy to reopen the country. And the Supreme Court says the government owes insurers $12 billion it had promised them. All that and more coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, April 28th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Eager to get more governors to end lockdowns and reopen economies, the White House released a blueprint for states to increase testing. During a call with governors Monday, the administration said the goal is to test at least 2% of each state's population every month, according to The New York Times. But that was not detailed in documents or mentioned during Monday evening's daily briefing. Instead, the documents the White House released said the federal government will be acting as a supplier of last resort. As the press conference made clear, the testing ramp-up would be reliant on the private sector. Much like the event in mid-March, executives of Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Walmart, and Kroger detailed their plans to increase on-site and drive-through testing. Testing is essential to reopening states and ending lockdowns but it's just one part of a larger plan proposed by a group of bipartisan health officials, including former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb and former acting director of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Andy Slavitt. They say the key to reopening the economy is to test, trace, and self-isolate, and it will cost $46.5 billion. Slavitt was on NPR Monday morning talking about the plan.
1: It's not intended to eliminate uh, the situation we're in. We're going through now It'd be the equivalent of a forest fire. What we want to get to is the position where we have a series of small campfires, and every time one opens, uh, we can we can put it out.
0: Slavitt, Gottlieb, and other prominent public health experts, including former Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy and former Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Mike Levitt, wrote to Congress. They said Congress needs to spend an estimated $12 billion on 180,000 contact tracers, billion on vacant hotels so people can self-isolate and not spread the virus. And the biggest chunk of spending would be on support to ensure that people can effectively self-isolate. The officials recommend $30 billion to offer those infected daily stipends, much like jury duty. The Supreme Court ruled Monday that insurers are entitled to $12 billion in risk corridor payments the government had promised. In an 8-to-1 ruling, Justice Sonia Sotomayor wrote this, quote, reflects a principle as old as the nation itself. The government should honor its obligations, unquote. The case goes back to a temporary program that was created as a part of the Affordable Care Act. It was risky for insurers to sell plans back in 2014 because it was unclear who would enroll and how sick they would be. To encourage insurers to offer affordable plans, the government said it would cover some losses. But Congress later zeroed out funding for the program. Insurers lost millions. Some withdrew from the exchanges and others went out of business. Lauren Adler with the USC brookings Schaefer Initiative for Health Policy tweeted, These payouts could end up forcing insurers to send money back to customers. The medical loss ratio rule requires that insurers can't spend less than 80 or 85 percent of consumers' premiums on medical care. Or insurance companies could lower their 2021 premiums to try and offset this. In his dissent, Justice Samuel Alito said this ruling will give a massive bailout to insurance companies who took a calculated risk and lost. This case is different from a lawsuit payers brought against the Trump administration in 2017 regarding ACA cost-sharing reduction payments. As hospitals and physicians have been noting for several weeks now, Americans are in fact delaying or foregoing emergent medical care because of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, that's backed up by new data from Cigna. The insurer analyzed claims and pre-authorizations for its 14 million commercial members and found they were down for several acute conditions over the past two months. Hospital rates for atrial fibrillation, the most common abnormal heart rhythm, dropped by 35 percent. Transient ischemic attacks, or mini-strokes, dropped by 31 percent, and epilepsy and seizures by 28 percent. Cigna's head of data and analytics told Modern Healthcare the decreases are more than just normal variation and likely related to the pandemic. For weeks, doctors have been reporting significant drops in heart attacks and stroke patients in emergency rooms. They were worried that patients were still having severe medical problems but not coming into the hospital out of fear. Scripps Health in San Diego told Modern Healthcare that after the system's chief medical officer went on TV to tell patients that the hospital was safe, cardiologists reported a 40 percent jump in work the next week. As fear delays needed medical care, patients are likely to end up much sicker with more advanced disease when they do return. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, as retail pharmacies announced on Monday they are expanding testing. CBS Corporation was up 1.9 percent, Walgreens Boots Alliance was up 1.6 percent, and Rite Aid was up 5.3 percent. The broader sector was up 1.3 percent. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.